So I just want to share a, a quick story with okay. you guys because I think you guys would love it. Um, so I returned home Friday. It was Friday. I got home and there's a package sitting on my um, on my porch and I didn't order anything. It was an Amazon package. I, you know, walk up to it and I read it and it says Nathan on it. Just okay. Nathan. No last name. And it has my address. And I'm like, okay, maybe I was, I, I, I don't know the answer to this, like, but I'm going to open it <laughs> and I go inside and I, I open it and it is about a half gallon of lube <laughs> and a giant flashlight. Oh, so not only a flashlight, but it's a flashlight made to be like a woman's lips, teeth, and tongue, like in tongue. Oh, so basically a pocket pussy. Wow, how was it? Wait for it. Wait for it. So I immediately text my girlfriend. I go, "What have you done?" Because <laughs> it was like the maybe Valentine's Day wasn't too long ago, and like uh-huh. I thought it was like a late something late that got caught. Something that got caught in the mail, right? And she's using Nathan as an alias. Pseudonym, yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, that's kind of embarrassing, right? Mm-hmm. And so I um, I harass her the whole day. I call her. I text her. I'd be like, listen, I know you got me this. Nobody else would get me this. It would be weird if anyone else got me this. And she's like, I swear to God, I didn't get you this. But I'm like, you're funny. And she comes over to my house. She's, she stays the weekends usually. And Mm -hmm. while she's there in person, I harass her nonstop to the point where she's getting actually kind of angry. (laughs) And then she's like, I did not get you for the, get you this. All right. Now like, leave me alone. But I'm actually getting angry that somebody else maybe got you this, like another girl got you this and you're trying to cover it up. Uh Oh, and I'm like, my life is getting way worse really quickly. (laughs) Yeah. This might've been something you shouldn't have brought up. Like you're thinking about this. She's like, like, well, where is it? Where is it? And I'm like, it's in my room. And she goes into my room and it's, it's sitting there. It's the lube and this meaty flashlight (laughs) and big rubber, big rubber flashlight. And we're both just kind of in shock. I mean, I personally, was it I'm, big enough for you? Um, was it big enough for me? It was way too big for me. <laughs> <laughs> like throwing a hot dog down the hallway, man. <laughs> way too big. Uh. I personally have never actually like, I've never had one. Yeah, seen one. likewise. I, I, it has never really appealed to me. Mm. Um, so I just like stood in my room and just like observed it. Mm-hmm. I'm just like standing there and she's like, I did not get you this. <laughs> like, yes, you did. And I'm actually like starting to enjoy the idea of her getting me this. Because <laughs> I have made the mental decision that she has got me this. <laughs> She's like, listen, the last time I'm going to tell you, I'm actually kind of pissed off. And um, for real, if some other girl got you this, we have some stuff to talk about. And I start to sweat. Like, I know nobody else got me this. So then I start going through all my contacts. I'm like, listen, and you swear. Right? Yeah. It, if you swear that you did not not get me this, I'm going to start texting people and asking. <laughs> I thought for sure Gabe Nowicki got me it. <laughs> or like Jacob Blansky. So then I went through like Luke Brown and I had 
um, Kaylee Lonachek, like mm-hmm. my close friends, right? Yeah. Somebody Tell got, all of them hi, by the way. I miss all of those people. Great people. All yeah. of them great people. Yeah. And I know one of them got me it <laughs> as a funny joke. And to make things awkward between us. Sure. And, it, and it's working because Lexi's getting angrier and angrier. <laughs> and the one thing that doesn't make that, that you have to be thinking in the back of your mind is like if if this was a prank, why would they have not just addressed it to me? Like that had to have been running through your mind. Though. Yeah. But I a lot of things were running through my mind when I sure. had it. Because I I even checked my own credit card statements. Like, did I get hammered? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and did I become Nathan? <laughs> like, your alter, your drunk yeah, alter ego. Exactly. Like, did I? I checked my bank accounts. Lexi checked her bank accounts. Checked her Amazon. Sure. Nothing. Mm-hmm. So then I call Amazon, and I'm like, "This is at like eleven o'clock at night, mm-hmm. and I want answers before we both go to bed, mm-hmm. right?" And I call Amazon and he's like, hello. <laughs> and uh, we got through that. And he's like, there was a guy named Nathan um, that ordered it. And I'm like, yeah, I see that. He's like, yeah, it, it just, there's no last name. And I can't tell you any more details about credit cards or anything like that. I'm like, all right, whatever. And we're both kind of like, we're just laughing about it now. Mm-hmm. And now, still, you know, now that you realize, okay, this is probably a, a missed ad. Somebody fat fingered a number on the address or something. Well, and that's was, when you start we, to wonder about your neighbors. Right? We started, <laughs> we still thought it was like an alias name. Okay. Somebody was messing with me. Mm-hmm. So I, so we just went to bed and I get up the next morning, take a shower. As I'm getting out of the shower, I hear a knock on the door. Oh, and then I'm like, it's like nine in the morning on a Saturday and he knock on the door again. I'm like, I'm not getting it. Finally, I got up and I opened like, opened my blind on my window. And it was I, a guy with the mannequins. I see, <laughs> no, I see uh, a car pulling out of my driveway mm-hmm. and I'm thinking, oh, it's gotta be like a meter, meter reader or like a mm-hmm. mailman inspector, whatever. And so I, I opened the door quickly and uh, they zip back into my driveway and it's a, what I thought to be a father and a son and the son gets out and he's a bigger dude. Hasn't showered in like a week and he comes up to my porch and I'm like, Hey, is, is everything all right? He goes, yeah, uh, I'm Nathan by the way. And my heart like dropped into my stomach because I immediately flashed back to like everything that happened like the night before Mm -hmm. I did not use it, but I did everything except use it. (laughs) I was like throwing it around the house. (laughs) I had the lube out. I had all the packaging open and like Lexi's like sitting on the, on the, or laying on the couch Uh and like it had little, little lips. Once I realized it was teeth with a tongue, I would be like kissing her on the cheek with it. And I walked by (laughs) just annoying her so badly. And like, I had the door open a little bit, but like in the background, it's just laying on my floor in the background. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I, uh, I used to live here Oh, and I never switched my address. Is there a package here for me? And I went, yeah, yeah, there is. Um, just a minute. And so I shut the door and I, Lexi was just getting into the shower and I ran into the bathroom. I'm like, Lexi, Nathan's here. She's like, what? I'm like, Nathan's real. <laughs> Nathan is at my doorstep and he wants his flashlight back. 
<laughs> so I uh, I like grab the flashlight. I put it back in its casing. I get scotch tape and I wrap it back up. I get the lube and put it back in the bag. I put I put it all back in the Amazon box and I like wrap it with scotch tape. Obviously opened. And I open it or I open the door. And I'm like, hey man, this is all yours. And I gave it to gave it to him with a smile. And he's like, oh dude, thank you so much. And he just walked away and they drove home. <laughs> it all happened so fast. And then I sat down and thought like the logistics of it. <laughs> like this dude on a Saturday morning, a beautiful Saturday morning is like, dad, I need to go get this package. <laughs> Instead of like re the whole thing equals like 30 bucks. Cause we did, we did deep research into this. <laughs> Wouldn't you have just gone back onto Amazon and like switched your address and taken the L right there? Like somebody got a freebie. <laughs> just switch your address. That's when you get a wait. refund, man. Like yeah, just like, don't, don't deal with it. You get a refund. He and actually had the balls to get up, have somebody drive him to his old house and ask for his flashlight I'm, back. I'm curious like what uh, his reaction was. Like I would, did he just like hide any emotion when he clearly he realized care. that it was open? I don't think he cared. Again, yeah. with the remember when I said you'd expect like you're you having a mental image. How old is this dude? Like mid twenties. Sheesh. <laughs> it was not Zach Efron. Like it was not Ryan Gosling. <gasps> oh my! Gosh. Like if it was somebody like like Ryan Gosling, I'd be like, dude, you don't need this. <laughs> I need this more than you do. <laughs> like, <laughs> like. But oh my gosh. It all happened so fast. I'm like, yeah, okay, I'll get your flashlight. Like, that's what I thought in my head. I didn't say it. Oh my God. But like, yeah, I got to pack up the flashlight. <laughs> like, at what point, like, I feel like I would have been <laughs> Hold like, on, let me wash it real quick. Yeah, like, I didn't use, I promise. Like, like in the moment, I feel like I would have panicked knowing <laughs> oh, I panicked. that I opened his package and would have been oh, like, dude, I was like, I had that thing out and I was like literally throwing it around my house. <laughs> I'm like kissing Lexi on the lips while she's sitting. I'm being just super obnoxious. I'm like opening it up and I'm like sticking my hand down in there. I'm like, I've never seen one of these. I was doing a full inspect. I don't want to buy one. So I was like, this is my chance to know. <laughs> and I know so much more about it. So now I have a realistic, like if I actually want to buy one someday, you know, what size know. is too big. Yeah. I know all of them are too big, but like, I know that, that like, I know what it's about now. Oh, that was, always, it was such a distant. It was always a distant thing to me. Like I wasn't, I lived with my parents until I was 27. I'm not going to be like, hey, mom, got a package coming in. It's a flashlight. Just don't open it. <laughs> like, no. And even like I live alone, I know like, I know that will be the day when my parents come over. And be like, oh, we got your mail. Like, <laughs> Why if I open it? Oh, we already opened it. What's what's going on? Are you, you and Lexi doing all right? <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, but yeah, Man. I, uh, I just wish I had that confidence in my life. That's the moral of the whole story. Is like, <laughs> so it's really, like, it really isn't about the sex story. It's about the confidence of that dude. Like to have the balls. <laughs> to be like, dude, dad, I need to go. <laughs> I had a package delivered. I hope he lives in his parents' basement. That would make like the whole story better. Like if it was actually, his I don't know other way that it, it would. It would. I thought it was a dad, but it could have been a friend. But he okay. had somebody drive him that morning. Yeah. Oh man, I. <sighs> That's hilarious. I shut the door behind me and I laughed so hard. <laughs> and this was a day after that YouTuber bought that house. Oh so God. I was like, 
what a week. I was like, what is happening to me? <laughs> Your life is ridiculous. Yeah, and this is like, this is a movie. <laughs> but, oh, man. Uh, that's great. Well, thanks for coming on, man. I hey. appreciate it. Also, while we're yeah, on uh, the recording... If you want to plug socials or stuff, plug I can your stuff. Plug yeah, it in whatever. Yep. Yeah. You can go to datamamedia.com. It'd be D-A-T-E-M-A media.com. And then all I have TikTok, Instagram. Um, By the way, you only have like 40, you have 43 YouTube subscribers now because I just subscribed, but that's, oh, I, a, that's absolutely criminal. <laughs> that I know. I don't post to YouTube. Didn't, you didn't have to throw that in there. Don't do me like that. I'm just saying, like, you should have no, more. I don't post a lot to YouTube, honestly, because a lot of the stuff that I do with real estate is um, I can't post to YouTube because mm -hmm. they post it on their own channels. Mm -hmm. So um, a lot of the stuff that I do on YouTube also is unlisted. So it doesn't show up yeah. publicly. But no, it'd be more Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. I'm getting into that. Um, that yeah, drone guy. That drone guy. Nice. Yep. I have a lot of fun with it and I travel around Michigan. So you'll probably recognize a lot of the stuff. Oh yeah. Um, especially if you're in the Northern Michigan area, I target that more, but starting to move down to Grand Rapids a little bit more. And so hopefully you, if you and, have any ideas and anybody uh, has any ideas of, sure. of places I should go. If anyone wants to reach out for work, that'll be on your website. Yep. It'd be on my website or just datamomedia at gmail.com. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Thanks guys. Spin that song. <laughs> By the way, we're joined by Luke Datama, um, owner and owner operator of uh, Datama Media Inc. Inc. LLC, whatever LLC, it is. yeah, whatever you want to call it. Datama I, I Media think, I think there's a Distinct difference between those two things. No, it's LLC. Yeah. <laughs> How you doing, man? I'm good. How are you? Good. It's Welcome. good to be back here. You made some upgrades, man. Yes, we have. I love this. Yeah. Tell you me. got a producer now? Yeah. yeah. Right? <laughs> you oh, know? yeah. I was, that was my you hiatus. Were, yeah. You were not here. And then I think we were on, um, I think just folding chairs with a little table. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That no, was, this looks, I think this was really good. Setup. Yeah. No, it's been, it's been incredible um, because you might've been the last, you know, in fact, I remember this. You were, you were the last episode I recorded on my kid's table. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The shaky table. I would, I mean, this is, this that's is a little shaky too, too, but I was leaning into it and it would shake the yeah, whole thing. Yeah, but it was like, it, it was, was an, an actual table. folding table. Oh, that, that, that one, yeah, that one's a hazard. Because we had the producer table set up with, like we had thousands, of, like maybe not that, hundreds of dollars worth of equipment on this folding table. Get ahead table. of yourself there. Yeah. yeah, I mean. Don't get too big now. Yeah. I mean, this isn't Joe Rogan. Yes, yeah. not that much, but several hundred dollars worth of equipment on this folding table that is no, it was time to that time to upgrade that to switch to a, a shaky wood table yeah exactly <laughs> exactly that we've we have like jerry rigged reinforced and it's still did know, nothing I, i'm so, leaning back here I mean, it hasn't I'm not broken yet so. it's not broken and and the idea is is that if you're you know bumping it and wiggling it you're not supposed to do that anyway so just don't do that. I will. I'll lean back. So <laughs> lean back. So thanks for coming on the show, man. Um, you're in town. What were you doing in town? I had a few real estate shoots down here. Ooh. So nice. I'm trying to expand. I'm trying to have a big, big spring and a big summer. What kind of real estate are you shooting? I am shooting with, I don't know if you know. A nine mil? Yeah. 
<laughs> I'm shooting uh, with with uh, Zoco Real Estate Family or Real Estate uh, Company. Okay. So also a family. So they have you know the Lori Zoco is the owner and a few of their children work for them. And I s- kind of sent them a blind email. We we have mutual friends. I sent them a blind email and they're like, sweet. They liked what they liked what I did, and they're like, mm-hmm. sweet. Well, we'll book you for three of them. Sweet. And I was like, wow, that's very nice. Of so, you. when you get a real estate job, like, what are you doing? Like, what are you what are you trying to accomplish? Basically, i I do mostly drone stuff. Like, they have they have photographers and videographers, and mm-hmm. all that stuff's been around for so long. I'm I'm not really groundbreaking on that. What mm-hmm. I'm trying to do is more the interior drone, the FPV stuff, and um. I'd have to just honestly show you if to get the full extent of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and it depends on every house. I mean, there's beautiful houses here and the real estate market's insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, um, it is actually, I'll, I'll, I'll share a story. I was here last week and I shot a house in Marne and it was 12 acres, beautiful house, beautiful farmhouse by, I think it was $850,000. Okay. And as I am, as I'm shooting this property, somebody pulls up that we were unexpected, like we were not expecting them. And, uh, I immediately recognize this person mm-hmm. that gets out and I cannot remember where I recognize him from, but I know I know him. Mm-hmm. And suddenly he starts, he starts walking towards me and I realize I know this guy from YouTube. No kidding. Yeah. And he's a YouTuber here in Grand Rapids. No kidding. Wow. And he's got a million subscribers. Okay. And hundreds and hundreds of millions of views. Uh Uh-huh. And I've watched his channel for like four or five years now. Care to drop his name? I'm going to... Tell me off off the record? Yeah. I want to say there's some privacy behind it. Because what he does on... What he does online is he poses uh, as minors and catches predators. Mm. Oh, I think I know what you're... I I think I've... So... I might know what you're talking about. I'm not going to say where... There's a lot of privacy stuff with that. So we'll stay... Stick with that. But him getting out of the car and walking towards me gave me a fear, a fear that I have never had in my entire life. I was like, did my chat log, get, did he hack my phone? And then I realized like, my girlfriend's of age. She's 25. I'm okay. And we had like this really cool conversation. But for that two seconds with him getting out of the car, that Chris Hansen moment, I was oh, like, it's so funny. I'm going to jail forever. <laughs> no, no legitimate no, reason no, for it. No reason for it at all. But I was like, I am for sure going away forever. That's hilarious. You don't, you don't it's like, you don't expect to see a person like that. It in real was life straight ever. out of like a video that I've seen. I mean, that's literally what he does is like surprises people. And I'm like, I'm, I did, got played. Did you Me. tell him that? So no, I, he was, he's walking towards me and we talk about cameras. We talk about recording and making videos. It's mm-hmm. kind of not really the same thing I do. Uh-huh. I, I sell houses with it yeah. and he catches people and then they go away forever. Yeah. Um, two different worlds, but we still use the same cameras, which is, he uses the same drone I do. So oh, it's just kind of a cool mm-hmm. thing there. Um, but the craziest thing about that is as I'm shooting the house, he's, he's touring it. And I talked to one of the real estate agents. I'm like, do you know who that guy is? Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, he does some like YouTube video stuff. I'm like, yeah, yeah, he does. Mm-hmm. He does do that. <laughs> and Correct. he ended up liking the house so much. I believe he purchased it that day. Probably so, with cash. 
We don't know. Mm-hmm. But making everything that I just drove down for completely useless. Right. <laughs> but were you paid? Is I was that, paid, that, yes. That's but all that matters. It's yeah, like, you, pro- it you probably, like, re- he respected what you were doing so much. He's like, oh, look at this drone. And he he probably enjoyed the kind. Con- you should have gotten, like, a third of that real estate commission on that deal on the Dude, buy I was side. sweating. Yeah. I was sweating head to toe when he got out of that car. You should get your real estate license. Not after that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's hilarious, man. That's such a good story. It was, it was really cool. It was a Twilight Zone moment. Like, am I on TV right now? Yeah. <laughs> now, let me ask you this. Have you, have, you pitched, um, have you pitched your services to like a real estate agent or a brokerage and um, they, they've told you that houses are selling so fast that that's not incredibly necessary or like... Yeah, especially wh- in Northern Michigan. Really? For sure. Yeah. I think Grand Rapids... They have better houses. Well, Mm -hmm. that's a very general statement, but yeah, overall housing market down in Grand Rapids is more expensive and and more often nicer houses. Sure. That's fair. But I don't know if I can quite say that because we have like, um, like Charlevoix and like Torch Lake and Higgins and like, you're not even going to get close. Those are the most expensive houses. The, The most expensive house for sale right now in Michigan is on Torch Lake. Oh, for real? Yep. I, for a while, it was in the, the not the Keweenaw, the um, Leelanau. Leelanau. I, I remember walking yeah. into a $10 million house in Leelanau in a gated community. I delivered furniture, and uh, that was absolutely insane. It's a different world, man. Yeah. Dude, the, the custom patterned hardwood floor. Custom everything. It's, they had, yeah, it's just, it's just absurd. Yeah, the it cars was. Out there. It was. Awesome. Yeah, it's insane. I. I was shooting a commercial with Tommy's boats out on, on torch. And we drove by that or we uh, drove by it on a boat. There's a $12 million house. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's not a house. It's a resort. Yeah. But I mean, they had like a helipad and like the, mm-hmm. it's so cool. Yeah. And it's a second home for somebody. Let's, oh, yeah. let's, their, let's remember their, that. Well, it's their, their summer cottage. Well, it's their tax break. <laughs> it's like, it's like. They well, got to spend that to get down to a lower tax sure. bracket because they're going to take it in taxes anyways. I wonder where like the property taxes for Torch Lake go because I've been, we've, we've both been to Central Lake Public Schools like several times. I don't think anyone on that lake cares. Bel Air Public School. <laughs> like I don't Several think, times. I don't but think. But that's typically where the school's like revenue yeah, comes from yeah. is from property taxes. Yeah. Like who, who gets, like who, who gets the benefit regardless of if like, they care Like where is that money going? That's yeah. what I want to know. It's a lot of it. Yeah. Because <laughs> like there are certain houses like in East Grand Rapids, for instance, you have a house that's like, I don't know, let's say like a, an average a, a a dirt cheap house in East Grand Rapids probably goes for like three fifty to four hundred today. Dirt yeah. cheap, like like that's yeah. that's, that's a, like on that's the edge of town. That's like, a steal yeah. in East yeah. Grand Rapids. Those property taxes six to eight thousand a year, more than likely, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, that is but insane. East Grand Rapids has one of the best fun. They they built a the school built a six million dollar boathouse on Reed's Lake for their oh. their rowing team. Yeah. So, you have to you have to live within the city bit. limits to be at their high school. Like they they will like figure out where you live exactly and make sure that you're within. Unless you're incredibly athletic. No, it doesn't. It doesn't matter you, because of the property. How much higher the property taxes are within the city limits mm-hmm. to go to that high school, you have to live within the city limits proper. There, so it's there is school of choice in Grand Rapids. The odd so 
there is yes as a general rule of thumb yes there but there's always exceptions especially where money is concerned and especially when money is involved it it gets interesting like that but um but no man it's like that 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 is an interesting question Mm -hmm. no very interesting question i'd like to know because it's an absurd amount of money Mm -hmm. so even even not even like on torch like of course and higgins and but even like otsego lake right now which is I mean, nothing compared to Higgins and, and Torch, in my opinion. It's but, a mud puddle. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I wasn't going to say. Up, I grew up on Otsego Lake, gonna man. Say That's it. my old wasn't stomping grounds. Say. I still remember falling off a tube there. Mm-hmm. And then you fall into just like mud, mud <laughs> and sawdust <laughs> and yeah. like human waste. And yeah. you're like, wow, this this is really nice living. Dude, I re- like I have no more Gaylord roots. Like my parents moved down here oh, that's right. back in November. You are um, completely out of it i'm free <laughs> i'm free of the i still bondage. got a connection I, I bought a house there i was crazy enough to buy a house there you poor bastard I, yeah, you hey, probably did okay with that though it's i i like i like summer in northern michigan i, I do oh, enjoy yeah. it mm-hmm. but i i am starting to expand like i i gotta i gotta raise the ceiling a little bit more mm-hmm. um i think i i did what i could in gaylord mm-hmm and I still think I can do more, but I've done, <laughs> I've done what I wanted to do mm-hmm. and I got myself into what I wanted to do and coming to Grand Rapids was like, even these last few shoots is like completely starting over. Mm-hmm. It's the weirdest feeling ever. They do things so differently. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying better or worse. Um, there's things I like about Gaylord more about their real estate and how they, um, how they conduct themselves with that. What are some, what are some differences that you've seen? First of all, the houses. Sure. Um, the landscape. Most of my, most of my work in Gaylord is hunting cabins with just like a lot of land, 300 to 600 acres with it. Lots mm-hmm. of land. Yeah. People want the land up there. Um, lots of cabins, cottages, lake houses. Um, and I love that. Mm-hmm. I love, that's where the drone kind of shines. For sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and then here, you don't get that as much unless you're on the water. Um, you gotta be a little more creative, but I think real estate agents here, they have more resources and, and more of a team here. For sure. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they have like a, an assistant and an executive this, and it has to yeah. go through this and it a has transaction to transaction coordinator. And yeah. Yeah. Admin and, it, and maybe that's and, just with the, the team yeah. that I'm working with right now. Mm-hmm. Cause I haven't done a lot in Grand Rapids yet, mm-hmm. but it's it's more organized here, mm-hmm. definitely more organized, which is a good and bad thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So I guess to back up a little bit, how did you get started into all this? Like, what's the like what's the what's the backstory? Because I know I know Justin knows your story very well. I've heard bits and pieces, but well, I was just I was working a minimum wage job um, out of college. I majored in communications and audio production out of Cornerstone University. Nice. And I started doing website design for a few family friends and, and actually some of my family. And from that, a lot of the clients up there needed content. Mm-hmm. And it's a really boring story. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> this is not exciting. <laughs> but I I just always thought it was cool to take pictures and, and the whole pictures and video side of it. I would always... I'd always be interested, like as soon as the digital camera came a thing, my mom got one and I thought it was like the coolest thing ever. Mm -hmm. And I would make like these, these stupid little videos of my friends and I, like, I don't know, 
like racing our bikes. There was always yeah. a race or like a, like a police chase or mm -hmm. like being super creative with that. And I don't know, it just kind of grew from there. I, I mean, that's really the only way to explain it. It was a very slow growth. It wasn't mm -hmm. like a wake up one day and <laughs> I'm going to do this full time, but it's just, I think people underestimate, I'm going to get kind of deep with it, but like people underestimate like what pictures and video can do good pictures and good video can do. We have this ability to like capture moments. Yeah. Which I think, I mean, like I said, I'm getting a little, maybe thinking a little too deep about it, <laughs> but seeing pictures from, you know, five, 10 years ago, it, it makes you feel a certain way mm -hmm. or like even a trip that you took. And I always just thought that was so cool to, reflect on things. And even looking back at some of my old real estate videos, which I shouldn't have a personal connection to because it's just somebody's house. Yeah. <laughs> but I remember what I did that day. Mm -hmm. Like every picture you may see on my Instagram or Facebook, I remember that whole day. And so it's, it's a way it's like digital scrapbooking. Yeah. So yeah. that's kind of why I became addicted to it because everything I do, I can go back and look back on. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, it might not be the most interesting story, but like, I think people also overestimate the glamour of everyday life. Yeah. And I think you may, the two of you specifically may have the advantage of living, growing up up North where that's like, like every day is, is all that exists out there. Mm -hmm. Grand Rapids, you get some flashy people and see nice cars more often or whatever, but like up North, like life is slower. Up it's there. very, very slow, which is not good or bad. Yeah. I get very frustrated with it, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, it I, is I mean, a beautiful vacation spot. Like summertime in Northern Michigan is oh yeah, one of my favorite places ever. Like Petoskey, Traverse City, Gaylord, Mackinac, mm -hmm. Sheboygan, Roger City, all of them. Mm -hmm. They're beautiful in the summer. I went yep. up North twice last year. One mm -hmm. of which was for shout out to Adam Palmer, Adam Palmer's wedding up in uh, Presque Presque Isle, Presque Isle, Presque Isle, yeah. Presque Isle. I, I don't know how to pronounce it's it. Presque so. Isle. That's a little bit south of Rogers. Yep. 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 It's actually it drove through Rogers, I believe, to yep. get there. Um, That's and, where Lexi lives. And I had to, uh, we actually stopped in a Rite Aid in Rogers to get. That's where Lexi used to work. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> to, to get a, to get a she wedding. She worked there for a couple of years. <laughs> to get a wedding card for them because we didn't get one. That and is then we're super classy. 10 dude. minutes. That right oh, wedding card. <laughs> nice. That's yeah. what best Thank, friends are for, man. Thanks Adam and Caitlin. <laughs> you invited me to this, we this wedding that you planned for months or years. I don't you know. You had to quickly run and, through Rite Aid. And I ran Rite Aid to acknowledge. $5 There's a lot of thought into my signature that I wrote on yeah. the card. Well, good work. And the fitty I slipped in there or whatever it was. There you go. But, um, and then the, the, yeah. And, but like, that is such a beautiful area. I've never been, I've never been there before. It's great to be there for a little bit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. For a little bit. For a little bit. And I think I feel that way about everywhere, everywhere though. Yeah. I just like to travel. Mm -hmm. Like I always come here and think Grand Rapids is the best thing in the world. Mm -hmm. But then <laughs> you get roots here, then you'll probably want to do something else. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, I'm here. Say if I'm here for like a week, I'm like, yeah, all right. Wrong. Well, I almost crashed my car like four times on the way here because I'm not used to driving around other people. Yeah. And so other that, people that live here aren't used to it either, apparently. Yeah. No, the people up here or down here are awful drivers. <laughs> yeah. They're so bad. Yeah. I'm pretty bad. I'm pretty aggressive now. Well, I, I wouldn't say bad, but just very aggressive. Yeah. 
I'm not I mean, used to this fast-paced so like, life. The other thing is like even outside of the aggressive people, there's just people that have no idea what's going on around them. They need to live up up north so they don't kill anyone. Like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's like good people, there's bad people, there's like your scum of the earth, and then there's like fifty feet of crap. And then down here below all of that is people that don't understand uh, understand roundabouts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and absolutely. We have that go, one in Gaylord. They can go straight to hell. Yeah. <laughs> I think they there are, that. there's I th- one. I think there's two in Grand Rapids. Yep. There's and one I in, have to uh, drive both of them every single day. There's one I mean, in Walker. A, a few more than that, but. It, it, probably. There's like maybe half a dozen. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. I there's two that I religiously drive every <laughs> single day, and everyone most people are good, but every once in a while there's somebody that just doesn't get it, and I almost rear end them because they're <laughs> supposed to go and they don't go. Mm-hmm. But yep. anyway, so you had a pretty like slow story in general, but I do know there was like one big story that I've heard, and, and it was like an out of nowhere news feature. If I'm yeah, that was correctly. that was pretty cool. That was uh, the nightly news with Lester Holt, um, NBC. And that was, that was pretty crazy. That was with COVID um, at its peak mid July. Cause it was July 4th at Torch Lake mm-hmm. and they had those big sandbar parties. And I knew going out there was going to stir the pot, but I was not expecting uh, NBC nightly news to contact me over it. So yeah. I came home from church on Sunday and then a guy named Muhammad texted me on Facebook <laughs> and I'm like, not to be uh, stereotypical, but that is the most common name in the world. Yeah. And I was like, this has got to be a scam. <laughs> and totally like stereotyped it and um, kind of yeah. pushed him off to the side a little bit. Mm-hmm. But then he kept messaging me and then showing me credentials. And I was like, all right, why not? I, I, uh, I showed him or I sent him the actual link. I should mm-hmm. say the actual video. And he's like, all right, well, um, NBC Nightly News will be in contact with you later. And I was like, whatever. <laughs> I went and I like, I, started, I, I played Mario Kart with my brother. I was like, whatever, this could be like the biggest thing that's ever happened to me, but whatever, I'm going to play Mario Kart. And um, 15 minutes later, they emailed me and we went wow. back and forth. We made it, made a deal. I got paid and um, they're like, well, it might be on the news. We might have it just, they get a bunch of footage and they use some, and they mm-hmm. use, don't use some. Like B-roll. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, it ended up making it. Like I, I texted a few of my friends and my parents, well, I was with my parents then. And then my grandparents and, mm-hmm. um, I didn't want to go out on Facebook and be like, Oh, check out the nightly news yeah. and not have it on there. And then I look like an idiot, but, um, it did happen. And it was really cool. So I'm curious if you can see my friend, uh, I definitely have a friend that was there. He's okay. a big boat guy and he's at torch. Like every I single got the year. footage still there's footage that didn't, Mm. make it to them so yeah i bet i'd be able to see him okay uh, i got money yeah, i bet it. you saw some other stuff too <laughs> yeah that, exactly that. oh yeah i've seen i've seen some uh up close videos w- and those are interesting pass fcc <laughs> no no nope they uh i had to send them very specific parts of the video yeah definitely but, no that was a really cool thing and that yeah. that was during that was during deep deep parts of covid too mm-hmm. where i yeah. was not having much work i had free time to just leave yeah. and go to torch you ready for this loaded question yep did you, did you ever feel like a scumbag for feeding into the COVID narrative? Um, <laughs> I didn't try to. <laughs> I just mess with you. No, that was that was more NBC. I yeah. wasn't trying to do that. I I honestly really didn't even think about that as much. For sure. I mean, yes, COVID was on everybody's brain. Mm-hmm. Um, but some I, people were pushing it. Like oh, that yeah. was there. Well, the whole news does. That was their thing. But 
Yeah, I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's like I wasn't going out there to specifically dunk on people or anything. I yeah. just wanted cool footage. Yeah, no, so, that's cool. So uh, for the, I guess, a little bit more nerdy of us, including myself. Okay. Give us a gear rundown. Like, what's your what's your favorite stuff? What's Ooh, the good question? What's Joe? the this drone go, of choice? This is going to go over a lot of people's heads. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm here for it though. <laughs> I have a DJI Air S or Air Two S. I just picked that up at Best Buy last week. Nice. That hurt to swipe the card. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that one hurt. I put it on a credit That's card. Like Eleven hundred bucks, right? Thirteen hundred. Okay. So plus tax. Mm-hmm. So it's getting up there. Yeah. I put mm-hmm. it on the credit card because then you don't have to pay it back. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, get those rewards points. Exactly. I got got a Mavic pro two and I've been flying FPV drones, which are basically custom built drones. Yeah. Um, the bigger they are, the faster they go. I got one. That's a, let's say seven inch drone that can hit probably about 90 miles an hour. Wow. Wow. Five inches, like 70. Because I was I was reading into some uh, FAA stuff. There's like a speed limit on drones. Too. 100. Yeah. So 100 you're like is the real is the limit. Real close. But and then some smaller stuff for interior stuff. When I'm when I'm doing these interior shoots, I have a very small drone. It's called a Synlog 25. It is like the size of your, the palm of your hand, mm-hmm. and it's got a naked GoPro. So it's a GoPro stripped of all of its um, casing and everything. Mm-hmm. So it's just the board of a GoPro and the lens. Gotcha. And I fly that around inside, and mm-hmm. it's safe, and it's got. Um, how, so anytime I've tried to fly a drone inside, I have some recency bias in that I've crashed drone inside a couple times in the last week. Mm-hmm. Um, like how do you deal with all the, the turbulence and everything that's caused indoors or does the small size of that drone just allow you to the smaller the drone, it? the less the turbulence. Cause I had one that was called, uh, call it Cinewhoop. That's a little bit bigger and that causes a lot of turbulence. Mm-hmm. And when you get in a hallway, it's like this huge funnel Yeah, and you start doing this. Well, FPV base is first person view. Yeah. So I'm wearing goggles. Mm-hmm. So I look ridiculous while I'm doing this. <laughs> and the weirdest part about this. So like I try to keep a pretty good sense of humor about it all because I know what I do. I look completely ridiculous doing <laughs> <Yeah>. it. Like <laughs> so the end there result, with a camera filming you while you're doing your thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. The end result of what I do is always pretty good. Mm-hmm. But if you saw the behind the scenes of what I do, you'd be like, how is this guy? Like ever That's employed so ever, like <laughs> I mean, they have professional races for FPV oh, drones. Yeah. So like yep. those guys it can't are be ins- that weird. Those guys are in. Oh no, it's weird when it's in real estate, and I'm like, I have to hide in your house. <laughs> oh okay, because I can't That's be in a the shop. Story, yeah. so I'm like, do you have a closet I can hide in, or like, <laughs> do you have like a pantry? <laughs> I've like I've hidden in pantries, in laundry baskets. I've hidden in uh, closets. I've hidden in bathrooms. Cause I don't want to be in the shot and I want to mm-hmm. tour like this house is empty, but I still need to get signal. Yeah. So I need to be somewhere in the house. Like mm-hmm. there's a video, um, Jay sporting goods. I, I flew around in there and I was in one of the ice shanties that I flew over. <laughs> so <laughs> That's so funny. So there's that. And, um, I should have a besi- behind the scenes crew. Yeah. That'd be I, awesome. I think, I think it would be more entertaining than my actual like final product. For sure. Mm-hmm. But you could have a like an, an edit or like it's an a, absolute an shit show. Like every every time I do anything, like that YouTuber showing up, like yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. And then today, today was another pretty good one. I uh, there's a uh, they had photography um, right before me, mm-hmm. so they have um, they hired that out to somebody, and I get to the house, and this girl that is doing the photography didn't know I was 
you know, I didn't know I was going to be there. Mm-hmm. So I knock on the door and I knock again and she like opens the door a little bit and just like sticks one eye out. <laughs> and she's like, who are you? I'm like, uh, I'm Luke. I'm here to do the drone photos. And she's like, oh, well, I'm, I'm doing drone photos. I'm like, okay, that's, that's cool. Um, well, I'm going to do drone video. Then are you doing drone video? And mm-hmm. she's like, no, 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 I'm not doing any video. I'm like, all right, perfect. So I let her kind of finish up and I was going to do interior and exterior. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. As she's leaving, she locks the door <laughs> and locks me out of the house. Oh no. So then I call the real, the real estate company and they're like, well, you know, it's okay. We have in- interior photos. We don't need to, we don't need to do this. And I'm like, all right, cool. I'll just get exterior. And as I'm flying that, the exterior stuff, the owners of the house come back uh-huh. and they oh, also did not know I was supposed to be there. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. So there's a, a lapse in communication. Mm-hmm. So they pull up with their window down, kind of like, what are you frazzled, doing? Yeah. Cause it was not the photography girl mm-hmm. that was there <laughs> earlier. And I'm like, hi, I'm, I'm Luke Datema. I'm working with uh, Lori Zoko and, um, you know, I was hired to do some drone work and she's like, well, the girl here had a drone earlier. I was like, yeah, yeah. She was just taking, she was just taking pictures. I'm like, well, I'm here to do some drone video. And she's like, well, yeah, but the girl here had a drone earlier. <laughs> I'm like, yep. Man, it sounds like you're talking to some Gaylord folks. Yeah. I'm just like, well, didn't get it. yeah, yeah. But let, then, let me, let me start over. Yeah. I, I'm Luke Datema <laughs> so and then I'm they, here to do some drone video. They hand me the house, house key. Oh, the, the wife hands me the house key and the husband's like, don't hand him that key yet. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. So I like, I give the key back and they're like, we don't know. The, the girl was just here taking photos. I'm like, yes, but I'm taking v- video. <laughs> and so I give him the house key back. And so they're like, well, do you want to take a look inside? I'm like, yeah, sure. So I start walking around inside and I go down in the basement and I can hear her on the phone. She calls the real or, estate. Yeah. She's yeah. like, there's a guy here. He says he's with you. So they let you in before they made that call. If they were so unsure, why the hell would they let you in the basement and yeah. then make that phone call? Yeah, they're like, well, all I can think of now is you going to them after this interaction. Be like, hey, do you guys have a closet I can hide in? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, they were they were leaving right after that, but like otherwise, no, I I hid in their uh, their uh, laundry room. Yeah, that one. That's but so like, funny. So I can hear them. That I know they're trying to be quiet. Like, there's a guy here. He says he was supposed to like work here. Is he supposed to be here? And I'm just like in the basement. I'm like, I can hear you. (laughs) And then she's like, yes, we hired him. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, we just didn't want to like let a stranger into our house. I'm like, but you did though. But you, but I'm already in your basement (laughs) and I've already stolen everything. So (laughs) I already have everything. You've got the TV in your backpack. Yeah. Yeah. The v- you stole their VCR. It's just stuff like that. I think that's one of my favorite things about real estate is it's it's so unpredictable. <laughs> yeah. Do you, yep. you and I'm sure you see this kind of too. Mm-hmm. Just yep. how people live. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah. Oh, like there's this one house up north. I get in there, and it was full of mannequins. What? This what? dude collected mannequins, like uh, full size dolls. That's like some Joe Dirt type stuff full size like wow. this dude had like skeletons and like a mannequin family sitting in his family room wow 
Um, and that's I'm like, were you doing interior footage for that? Please tell me you're doing interior footage. I was doing interior photos. <laughs> so I, I was hired to do interior video, fly the drone through, through the house. And I look around, this dude's a hoarder, like mm. hardcore hoarder to the point where he bought mannequins to fill every seat. And wow. I'm like, how did those photos turn out? I was like, well, <laughs> I don't know if I even did interior photos, honestly. I wish you would have to have yeah, that I don't, I'll have to, I'll have to look. I feel like I should have remembered that. But wow. um, I'm like, do you want me to like move these? Like, cause it's, it's not like, like they're great mannequins and all, but like, <laughs> they're not work. great for the picture. Like it's just doesn't really vibe with me. Uh-huh. And he's like, no, I'll keep them there, dude. Like they're part of the house. Okay. Give me like, you no names obviously, but like demographic info. Like if you bumped into this guy, like if you bumped into this guy, you'd be like, yeah, he has mannequins in his house. For, <laughs> for real. Like, yeah. It made sense. Yeah, okay. That's why I wasn't that freaked out. It okay. was, it wasn't like a Zach Efron looking guy. It okay. wasn't uh wasn't uh how old was he mid 60s mid 60s yeah it's exactly what you're picturing right now yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) if you have like a mental image you're probably right (laughs) if you Uh, if you know what that person might look like you understand completely what's going on yeah exactly no it uh it was it's (sighs) real estate just keeps you on your toes i mean i I feel like people don't like everyday people aren't involved in real estate often enough to not be weird about it. I think people don't see other people live. Yeah. Yeah. That too. That's the biggest thing. That's the one thing that I know. Like when I was, cause you've shopped for houses, right? Yep. So like you've gone into, you've done showings and you've gone into houses and you've like, it's, it's so weird. Like when you're going into a house that's non owner occupied and the, and it's empty is one thing. It's like, okay, this, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. But like, 75% of the time, there's somebody living there while you're looking at their house. Yeah. And, well, and just shooting the house. For sure. That's yeah. My, my favorite thing is when people are there when I'm shooting a house and they stand in front of the camera and they're like, can you see me? I'm like. No shit, I can see yeah, you. Yeah, I can. You're standing in front of it. That's, yeah. that's how cameras work. You want yeah. this to go on Zillow? Yeah. Like, like dumb, big, dumb face. Or like when I'm, I'm flying the drone outside and they're like. I'm going to mow the lawn. Will it see me? I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) it probably will. Like, will it see me like the whole time though? Like, like, can you just wait? Like, give me 10 minutes, man. Like, come on. Honestly, I think that's like, if somebody's saying that they probably are like secretly hoping that you get footage of them mowing their lawn yeah, so like, they can flex yeah. Dude, on their friends. Me. I need to post this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, those lines, I think man. it's people that stripes, people don't understand. I think, I think in more Northern Michigan stuff, they don't quite get, they don't get drones. They don't get technology mm-hmm. and, and stuff sure. like that. And it's not really a, a demographic thing. It's more, um, I guess it is a demographic thing. Speaking but. of demographics, do you remember that one time? <laughs> oh, boy. <We> were, <laughs> oh, boy. Chloe and I, I believe, were recently married, and we were going up to visit Taya. And we were going kayaking, and we were like, hey, you should come oh, and yes. take some drone pictures. And I, Taya was dating this guy. I don't even remember his name. But for some reason, we had to stop by his house before we, Oh, it was to pick up the kayaks. I yeah, think we're going fishing. Yeah. We, I don't yeah, think we took any drone photos. Yeah. My thought process would be, was like, let's take some drone photos while we're out on the lake. This will be a lot of fun. And okay. then we just, but 
we, there was like one boat, and then you and me were in kayaks, and it just didn't make sense. No, it didn't work out. No, but no, we would. But you had your drone out, and it while we were getting loaded up, just you know, sticking like around. A deep memory being unlocked right now. Yeah, I and, forgot about that. And his stepdad came out and was just like. He was saying some crazy stuff like oh. I would get my shotgun and shoot it down. Oh yeah, and all that's that stuff. that's just northern Michigan. Oh though. man, yeah. I've had people threaten to shoot it, and I've had people follow me home. I've had people like wow. it's ridiculous. That's so weird. Well, it's like I think especially now with like like world tensions too. Do they mm-hmm. think that you're like a Russian spy? Yeah, like stuff. It's it's bizarre stuff. Like FBI, I've been asked if I'm part of the FBI. I'm like, no, I bought this at. Best Buy. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you can do this too. Yeah. Like, they, wow. it's so, this outlandish to them mm-hmm. that like, you can do this. And it is, it, it yeah. is an amazing piece of technology. And every time I use it, I'm like, this shouldn't be possible. Mm-hmm. But it's like, it's pretty normal now. I yeah. still remember the first time that I ever flew a drone. First of all, I was in the middle of Northern Wisconsin. Okay. And this is like, 2016 so drones are still like new yeah that's infancy drones right there yeah and a little so, sketchy um a buddy of mine from college I, I was at michigan tech for two and a half years so okay. a buddy of mine from college lived in green bay his family was was pretty well off and so his dad got a a phantom two for oh, christmas yeah. that nice. year the or the year before or something like that so we're up we're up at their hunting cabin and we're all drinking and it's like, hey, you want to take the drone up? And so, like, drunk in the middle of the woods at That's night. That's highly illegal, by the way. I'm flying a drone get... in the middle of the woods just at night. Like, that is, there's so <laughs> many laws broken right there. What's the statute of limitations on that? <laughs> you can be twice as drunk and drive a car. Wow. Really? If you blow a .04 while flying, flying a drone, you've broken FAA rules. I don't think, What's the, but it's not. I feel like those rules also didn't exist then. They probably didn't. I don't know about now. Yeah. So and flying at night, it's kind of illegal. Yeah. yeah. Can we talk about some of the laws real quick? Because I'm kind of curious on that. So as you're you are you had to get your FAA license because you're running a commercial enterprise. Correct. But first of all, I want, how did your story end? Yeah. Oh, I didn't crash the drone. Oh, I ended okay. up flying it the next day. But like, uh, super awesome to like it's just a, have that experience of like it doesn't seem real. Yeah, I still have the the videos, and I'm like, this is amazing. Like yeah, I the, followed a it, train. Yeah, it doesn't seem possible. Yeah. No, it's it's cool every single time. Yeah. But the laws, that was right probably around that time where people were doing stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You are the reason for these laws. <laughs> oh, yeah. Very, very understandable. <laughs> no, people were like flying them, um, even like by uh, Grand Rapids Airport. I mean, they did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People flying to see. Which is what, dumb. Yeah. Which, you just got to be a special, a special level of stupid to do mm-hmm. that. And yeah these these laws were quickly thrown together and they basically a drone became a small aircraft mm-hmm. so that's why you go and you take the test at an actual airport and you get an actual FAA license and so they can hold you accountable they can basically. hold you accountable for the stupid things that you do if you mm-hmm. drink and fly at night mm-hmm. that kind of thing i've done the same thing but <laughs> allegedly before, allegedly before i the not laws like were before a law not now come on <laughs> don't play me like that um, <laughs> no but for real, like when I first had one, yeah, I was an idiot with it. And mm-hmm. I was one of those people why there are laws. For sure. But so if you're just a regular civilian, 
Like, let's say tomorrow I go to Best Buy and I buy a $400 drone. Yep. Like, am I subject to those FAA laws? Depends on the weight of the drone. If it's under 250 grams, and we were kind of talking about this beforehand, okay. um, you do not have to register your drone. If it's over- oh, so you have to register them? Yeah. Oh, like, so is, like a firearm. Yeah, or more like a car. You get a license plate number, basically. Okay. Mm. So um, what if you don't? You, I don't know. You can get in trouble. I mean, it's like driving without a license plate on your car. Interesting. You can probably but, get away with it for a while. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you probably get away with it until you screw something up badly. You get away with it until something goes very wrong. Yeah. So I just don't. It's $5 for three years. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's no reason not to. For sure. I mean, you spend 1500 bucks on a drone, you can probably mm-hmm. pick up the extra five bucks <laughs> to make yourself legal. Right. But, um, and then you have to, if you're going to fly commercially and, and make money from it, then mm-hmm. you have to get a, gotcha. an actual is license. A, is there a weight limit? After registering where you would still need a license, even if it's not commercial. Is there a, say that again? So if you are a private citizen flying for fun, but your drone is over a certain way, is there like a weight limit to where you need a license anyway? No. Okay. You just can't fly one that's over 55 pounds. Mm -hmm. Which some of those drones, I mean, they, you can put like your own cameras on it and it mm-hmm. get up to about 55 pounds, which is mm-hmm. scary, but mm-hmm. that's um, a big drone. It's I mean, like I, a small golden some, retriever some, flying up around there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Michigan, no. Michigan tech had a, a, a senior project group that made like, mm-hmm. I think it was like a 12 foot span drone. Yeah. Oh, that would be over 55. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. It was easily over 55. At six, that's where six the military rotors. calls you. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, we want that. <laughs> <laughs> We're, we're sending this to Ukraine. Exactly. Yeah. My brother went to Michigan Tech, so he, nice. he kind of, he doesn't talk about what he's done. So <laughs> that kind of stuff. You guys are building things that we don't know about. Yeah. Yep. It's the fun stuff. Exactly. It probably is very fun, but top secret. <laughs> so what are the FAA guidelines? So to fly commercially, so you'd go and take that test. Mm-hmm. What can you, can or can you not do? Like how many, like how far away do you have to stay, stay away from an airport? Depends on the airport, but. Okay. Um, GRR, how far do you have to stay away oof, from that? Probably, I don't know the actual number, but I'm not doing it within five, 10 miles. Oh, for real? Yeah. Okay. It might be just outside of I think range. it's five. I think it's five. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, I think yeah, like you five. probably are. There's a, yeah. I, I have an app that, okay. um, yeah, so it shows yeah, like, like no everything. Exactly. Like that. And, and actually all that stuff's built right into DJI drones. They uh, won't oh, take off cool. in those. Oh, for real? They won't take okay. off in those areas. Gotcha. And actually. When I first got mine in 2018, we had that Gaylord Airport. The line for that, the mile line ended in my backyard. So I could fly across one part of my backyard and it would stop midair. Huh. Wow. Knowing it was getting too close. Now those laws have relaxed a little bit Mm -hmm. and I might be able to fly pretty much anywhere in Gaylord. Gotcha. Um, Don't fly over jails, obvious reasons. Um, Can't fly over hospitals, helipads especially. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's just weird. Um, Schools, that's just weird sure um that's when that guy's gonna show up if you start doing that (laughs) um um, just like there's so many it it happens so fast that you have to use a lot of common sense like grand haven beach for instance Mm -hmm. can you fly there yes you can is it weird yes Mm -hmm. (laughs) like there's so many people there. And I think, uh, yeah, isn't there an exception for flying over people too? Yeah, that's kind of a mixed area too. Um, like with live concerts, live sporting events. Did you see that in the NFL where that guy flew it for the uh, playoff game? He got a drone from outside the stadium. I think it was a Bengals game. And he flew it over the side 
And that, was down an, on, that was an MLB game. That was in the World Series. No, he did did, did it during the NFL playoffs. Oh, I missed that because it, it, it right happened. In the, it happened during the World Series, I believe. And then somebody did it during the Michigan game to try to get all the people in one picture. I think he got fined six thousand bucks right on the spot. Okay, wow. He just lifted off. That's all he did. Six thousand mm-hmm. dollar fine. Wow. <laughs> and but this guy, like from with from outside the stadium yeah. or with okay, yeah. Um. But no, this guy during the playoffs actually got over, I think it was in Kansas City, and brought it down like 20, 30 feet above people. Oh, wow. Mm. So, yeah. And then he posted it online and bragged about it. I'm like, you're an idiot. You're so dumb. Yeah. Like, Welcome to I jail. I would have probably just kept that footage to myself. Yeah. And, uh, so, as a, as a licensed drone pilot, don't you get some like uh, exceptions for like the night stuff, the people stuff? Within reason. A little bit. That That's still a great area. You're not really supposed to be over moving vehicles unless they mm-hmm. know. It's more of like, what does the crowd know? Oh, gotcha. Okay. It's, do Are you on a set where they all know? Mm-hmm. Um, and are, you know, because it can be a dangerous thing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, if something goes wrong. You know, you, one of those drones probably, a Mavic is probably four or five pounds. Mm-hmm. Um, that falling from 400 feet. Oh, he's yeah. like a small bowling ball. Mm-hmm. Well, a little bit smaller than a bowling ball. Sure, but and, not that much smaller. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't feel good. Yeah, especially with four blades. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's my biggest fear. I just I can't have something like that happen. Mm-hmm. Um, for obvious reasons. So it's more of like, are you guys okay with me doing this? And you have to you have to talk to random people. It, yeah, I'm mean, like, are you guys okay with this? The Torch Lake thing. Nobody gives a shit there. But still, that's, I mean, that's somewhat illegal. Yeah. yeah. I guess it depends on also, like, if you were far enough away, like, let's say the the party's going on one half of the lake and you were center to the other side, I feel like you'd be within. Then there's a, a line of sight issue, too, because you're legally mm-hmm. supposed to keep line of sight of your drone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can't be flying it just off the view of your controller. How does that work with uh, FPV? You wear the goggles. So you, you have so, to have a spotter. Like, oh, you have to have a spotter. Okay. I don't a lot of the time. Allegedly. 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 <laughs> no, I wouldn't say I, I say I don't because I don't hire somebody, mm-hmm. but gotcha. I always have somebody there watching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you're supposed to at least have somebody watching because when I'm wearing the goggles, I can't see behind me because mm-hmm. I work a lot for Berlin Raceway, for instance, Yeah. Um, in the summer where those cars are, they're going 80 to hundred miles an hour. Mm-hmm. I can't see behind me, but I want to be close mm-hmm. so I can dive down, but I don't know what's behind me. Gotcha. So I could turn around and have the pack coming at me. Gotcha. Yeah. And that's frightening. Mm-hmm. So that yeah, you the driver. Is there yeah, a, is exactly. there a I don't want to just distract them either. I mean, mm-hmm. they're doing their thing. Yeah. Is there, a, is there a, a feature in that or would this throw you off too bad to have like a rear view mirror feature where you like you're like you're driving, like you see the it all windshield. happens so fast. It's not even worth I mean, having that. He's or, talking about a drone that goes 90 miles an hour. Like not only sure. 90, but like zero to, I bet it could hit zero to 70 in probably two seconds. Oh, wow. So having a rear view mirror so, in your FPV is like not you, I look quite up, necessary. I look like my peripherals when I'm in the goggles, I'll look to my left and my right. Mm-hmm. But even that, like you have a huge look, blind spot. Yeah. Completely behind me. Mm-hmm. But I don't know how they could even do that. It'd have to be a digital camera on the back, which would add weight. And yeah. It's, yeah. And then more power and mm-hmm. less battery. And, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Or I could hire a spotter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like the idea though. That it's kind of cool. 
That's super awesome. So, what did uh, for the FPV stuff? Was that something where like it was the the other commercial drones that got you into that, or was it the yeah. tinkering with it that got the you? The other in? commercial drones, and then I just I watch stuff online mm-hmm. and see that with technology in general, it doesn't have to be just drones. It can be anything. Mm-hmm. Technology is always advancing, and FPV starts to be the big thing in real estate. Mm-hmm. And if I don't keep up with that, you know, I'm irrelevant. Yeah. That's, I think the most stressful part of my job is I could be irrelevant so quickly. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not a, it's stable right now, mm-hmm. but it's like next year, if I don't change, I think that's, I mean, I, I'm, I could be done. Mm-hmm. So, so from a, from a more business perspective, how has like this, this started as a slow grind and a love for the pictures and the videos and the memories and that kind of digital strap scrapbooking idea. Mm-hmm how has the business aspect of that kind of come to fruition for you? Was it a, a tough process for you getting into yeah, that? Or I think I, the problem is I like it so much. Mm-hmm. Um, I let people get away with anything. <laughs> so yeah. like my prices are cheap or I'll travel really far for it. Like mm-hmm. I love what I do. So I just come down to Grand Rapids on a Monday. Yeah. And I mean, I'm, I'm getting paid for it mm-hmm. as much as I probably should know. Mm-hmm. as much as other people are charging. No, but I'm way too friendly with it because mm-hmm. especially in Gaylord <sighs> hot take might want to cut this one out, but try not to bash Northern Michigan or anything, but like they have smaller budgets. Sure. Mm-hmm. People, businesses up North have smaller budgets. Mm-hmm. I either do it for low, low money or I don't do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there's not a competition. Yeah. Supply and demand. Exactly. The supply, I mean, like their demand is smaller than it is down here Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and they don't care if I can do it or not. Mm -hmm. Like it's like an, it's like a, a a perk or a bonus or a frill. Mm -hmm. It's dessert. Yeah. You can say no to dessert. Yep. And still be satisfied. Eh. Some people. Depends on the restaurant, man. You get a good steak. Like I don't need dessert. Exactly. Yeah. Some real estate agents say like, oh, we got the pictures. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I took these from my cell phone. <laughs> They're good. Mm-hmm. And the th- crazy thing is, as Justin said earlier, this market hurts me. Mm-hmm. You don't need to impress. You need right. to be like, this house is for sale. Yeah. Yes. That is, I, is there a door on it? Is there yeah, a lock on it? an apple. This well, apple you could, is for sale. You could, Justin could go outside right now or tomorrow morning and take a photo of their house and post it on Zillow. And it wants thousands of views within 24 hours mm-hmm. and you could sell your house. Yeah. I'm not even looking for a house and I'm looking at houses, you know? Well, I mean, this, the yeah. market, especially in this area, mm-hmm. in this condition, you have a nice house and a nice location. It would sell. It's one of the most sought after, um, metros in the Midwest right now. Exactly. Well, like that person bought that house before I landed my drone. That's, that's wild. And yeah. then I, on at Seagull Lake, I've had it before where I'm taking interior photos and there was three showings happening at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I had to move people from each room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that house that I, um, that house that I shot last week sold 50 grand over asking. Mm-hmm. It's absurd. So, I mean, it's yeah, standard. It, it's cool to do these things and, and show what I can do, but I just don't even have time to give full mm-hmm. potential sometimes. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like, I need to have that video. I'm going to go home and work on that video. Cause I need it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So, 
So with all this stuff and all the all the projects that you have done, is there a, a dream? Is there like a, a life shot that you want? And if so, what is it? A life shot? I want to work more with action sports. I love okay. action sports. I love racing. Um, like X Games Olympics. X Games would yeah. probably be it. Yeah. Like I would love to work for X Games. Um, I'd love to work for any sort of racing, rally car racing. I did a little bit of that. Oh yeah. Um, that was a lot cool. of fun. Um, I want stability. Yeah. <laughs> I want happiness. Yeah. Like, <laughs> give me some of the, like mm-hmm. some serotonin or yeah. like something like that. But no, it's anything that's stable mm-hmm. is what I chase. Mm-hmm. And, but if I had to choose for sure, action sports, not a specific shot. But I love, I love racing. I love sports in general. Huge football fan. I want to know getting drone footage of sports is one thing, but how can I draw people in that aren't fans of sports? Mm, yeah. Bring them in. Like, I know Justin's really into sports in general, but like baseball is his sport. How can yeah. I use a drone, not to just get drone photos mm-hmm. of a baseball field? Like, sure. okay, that's cool to you mm-hmm. not to people watch how can i take that to the next level where it's like almost cinematic mm-hmm. <sighs> you know it'd be sick <laughs> fpv drone following a fastball off the pitcher's hand that's what i'm saying stuff like, like that. that would be mm-hmm. sweet that's what i'm saying that's exactly what fpv drone is is, is built for because yeah. everybody was getting these kind of stagnant shots which are very cinematic very beautiful mm-hmm. but how can you take it to the next step for sure yeah and there's been I mean, it's, it's almost dominated action sports. Now X games mm-hmm. are using the, using them. Um, rally cross is using them mm-hmm. world rally cross. And I've seen you, drifting events use them a yeah, lot because the, the cars are actually slow enough. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah. Anything under a hundred miles an hour. Yeah. You know, I ought to get you con- connected with the International Baseball League of West Michigan. I think that'd be sweet. We could we could come up with something pretty cool. Yeah, because you ha- you've seen Valley Field, right? Mm-hmm. That it's a classic ballpark, and um, that's where that most of their games are played. And like, I I know the owners. Um, I think you took me there once, right? Very possible. We we walked around it a little bit. Because we're thinking about maybe getting some drone shots down there, just pictures in general. Is that the one with the huge hill? There's two that I might have taken you to. You took me one to kind of downtown. Downtown, like old green it's bleachers. Old. Yeah, yep. Yeah, that's the yep. one. That's yeah. the one. That's Valley Field. And that's so. that's my whole approach to my business is like the the, the drone photos and photography. It's It's been done. Mm-hmm. And it's still cool. Yeah. But it's like, how can we bring this? But what I was thinking, though, level? is that if... It, like if you if you're up for this and honestly like i don't know if there's a budget for you to get paid for it but like if the, if you wanted a cool shot like in game footage like it, it, like you'll never be able to get on to like a high school or a college field to mm-hmm. do in game footage but like my my brain just started thinking about like an idea of you know because javi the 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 commissioner of the league um, has done a decent job with Facebook and like getting out there, but it's, it's kind of an underground league, mm-hmm. but it's really cool. There's, there's over a hundred people that are that play in the league in Grand Rapids. And I would say well over half of them had, have either played college ball or currently playing college ball or paid played professionally. Okay. Like there's very good players in this league. 
We could definitely set something up. And what I was thinking is, is that like before a game starts, like you have the players on the field, you have the batter in the batter's box, you have the umpire, and you do like before, like five minutes before the game, you do some simulated shots where you're like following a pitch into into the batter and like mm-hmm. stuff like that, and just to create content for. The league. That's like, kind of what I was doing a lot with treetops with, with their golfing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you follow them on Facebook, but definitely should. They do yes, some. Yes, I have. I've seen those videos. They're so outstanding. They have. But there's have, nothing like that that exists. Like I can, I can go online and find, it was cool because I saw that and I kn- knew that it was you doing it. And mm-hmm. it's like treetops is the one of the, in my opinion, the most beautiful golf course in Michigan yeah, that I've personally seen. Yeah. It's three, incredible. Treetops is amazing. Yeah. And the, and it was cool that I knew you're doing it, but I've seen like you go on Sunday and watch the masters and there's footage similar to, they've got the blimp or whatever mm-hmm. flying over and you get some of those similar shots. But, um, there's not, there's, did I send you that video of that college team that had a drone come through while they were doing drills? Yeah. Yep. That's, yeah. that's another thing. So that's, that's the guy that did the barstool one too. Oh, for he, real? he's the one that did the, uh, the bowling alley one. Okay. That kind of started it all. I don't know if you saw that bowling, mm-hmm. bowling alley video. Yeah. But then he, Barstool, um, I think Barstool hired him. NASCAR hired him. Mm-hmm. Um, he did that one with, um, the college team, which was insane. And that's that you ask me, what's my dream shot? It's, it's stuff like that. Like that yeah. is, yeah. that was a full on one flight, beautifully choreographed mm-hmm. production. Yeah. And I would, I'm well, doing, if you want to do little, little bits of that, when I do real estate, I fly into the house. And I'm kind of trying to recreate that. Mm-hmm. But with that, I mean, yeah, we, I would love to try to recreate that. That'd be awesome. So if you want to do something baseball related, I will, I will personally see to it that it yeah, gets set up I'm because I, that would be so dope. Like I'm not playing again this, this summer. I'm not playing ball this year, but, um, I like, I, I really, I like a lot of the guys in that league and I appreciate mm-hmm. it. And I think, it would be sweet to see some of that footage, but it would also be, I think it'd be a cool opportunity for you mm-hmm. to get something like that captured. We'd have to stage it pretty well. Yes. It would um, have to be planned. It would have to be staged, staged because yeah. I don't think you could fly a drone on a field during a live game. No. You could. It's pretty and distracting. The, and the odds, you, that's, that's what I'm saying. The odds of your drone getting hit by a ball are slim to none. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but yeah, not zero, <laughs> not zero, <laughs> not zero. No, that's, that's another thing too, especially with the racing and Berlin Raceway is uh, I usually only bring that stuff out during caution. Okay. So yeah. when they're, they're slower and they're in line and they're, they're not using a hundred percent of their focus to be out there during any live sport. Mm-hmm. Um, I showed up to a Gaylord, um, Gaylord high school football practice and, and flew around during that. Mm-hmm. And that was a lot of fun, but I can't do it live. Mm-hmm. Like, athletes are, are focusing and I, sure. I don't want to be that guy. Especially mm-hmm. with cars. I mean, like there's a lot that goes wrong when you oh, got yeah. a car going that fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I mm-hmm. just catches attention for, for a sure. little bit, I mean, mm-hmm. that could be, mm-hmm. you could even have like a live overhead shot. Of That's what I do. Pitcher, catcher, batter, umpire, like that sequence would be like incredible. That's what I do with Berlin Raceway is I, I kind of sit off to the side with my other drone and I, I kind of just, I get that establishing shot. Mm-hmm. Um, I worked a little bit with, with Berlin Raceway and then NBC Sports Gold, which was a lot of fun to do that. Uh, it was really cool to, to do that and then go home and I would watch the race. 
mm-hmm. on the app, on the NBC Sports app, and see my drone shots there. And it's like, yeah, during green flag, I stay off to the side during live action. But when it's under caution, I could dive in a little bit closer. And it's the same with any sport, really. Mm-hmm. When it's when it's for real, I got to get out of the way. For sure. Mm-hmm. Know your lane. Mm-hmm. So Stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. Exactly. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning into this week's episode of the Out of the Rut podcast. Um, on behalf of myself, producer Joe, and all of you awesome listeners, thank you for tuning in. Uh, we will catch you on the other side. Have a great day, and we will see you soon. Bye.